message you're about to listen to is from Jesus and Hindered Ministry. Please open your heart and receive from the Lord. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. There's some dead weights in this place that are pulling us back. When we come into the house of God, what we come to do is to interact with the Spirit of God and then mix with. We don't come for business, we don't come for our first priority is Jesus. And every time we gather, we gather to touch the Lord. Every time. If we don't do that, we gather in vain. So we must remember for those of you that have never been here. Oh, please, pardon me. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you online and for those of you in-house that are new. This is not your regular church. This is a boot camp, right? It's a boot camp it's an orientation what we do here is we train for life we train for life we train for living we don't come here and get a fix like cocaine get a fix you wait 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 saturday oh thank god sunday i'm going to get a fix then you get a fix then when you get the fix you don't do anything else. they just give you the fix then you just go with the that the whole week and you come back for a fix no 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 that is religion no every time we come every single time we come to engage with the spirit of god every time so if you don't know that please just adjust yourself this morning that we have come to meet the spirit we have come to meet the almighty god and we come because we are in need of him we come because we need him to fix us that's why we come we come because we don't have the power to direct our lives we don't know what to do some people think they know what to do but i rather lean in on him so he directs me and i spend less less effort and more grace why because i collide with him and i'm led by him and i'm infused with his power that's why we gather that's why we pray that's why we are disciples disciples pray minimum one hour 30 minutes some people are checking their nails some people are looking some people are tired no we start again no 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 we start again all right the reason we pray is to engage our spirit the reason we pray is to build our inner man the reason we pray is faith to build up faith the reason we pray is for wisdom and understanding Do you know, that, that's, that's the reason we pray we don't come to God primarily to ask him for money for clothes for that that's low-level multitude prayers that's low level that's the multitude level the level of the disciples every time they come they are first desire please sit down every time a disciple comes 
what you want to know is what is in your father's heart every time that's how we you know that's how we live a danger free life I was going to say stress free life but that's not completely true because there's stress because we are here but danger less you make less mistakes so when we come to prayer primarily it's not to ask for things like car house God I've come here today so when they go home some their minds in the phone call your minds wandering it's okay but if you stay long enough you will find out that your flesh will begin to go down and the Holy Ghost your spirit will ascend that's why we pray in the spirit that's why we pray in the spirit and when you pray in the spirit the Bible says you do not know what you should pray but the Holy Spirit who is where where's the Holy Spirit is inside you knows what is in the mind of the father and then he will help you and teach you how to pray so every time we pray it's an opportunity to pray the will of the father when we pray in tongues and so any disciple that doesn't pray in the spirit you have to you have to it's like saying you are not born again so born again is kg after KG1 is KG2, right? In short, KG1, born again and speaking in tongues. So if you don't pray in the spirit, you don't have any power. You don't have any stature in the spirit. So you are praying for anybody and anything. That's why they press you at night. That's why they give you pounded yam at night. They force you. They force you to eat it. That's why they take you to your back to your village. They take you to your primary school class. You sit down in class. You write the exam again. That's why they do those things. Because you don't have might, power in the spirit. And then you don't know the word of God. So you don't understand what the Bible says when the Bible says that if any man be in Christ, all things are passing away. You know it in your head but it has not entered your heart. You haven't seen it in the word. You haven't stayed enough with it in the word. So when you see a scripture, you look at it, you pray. You look at it, you pray tongues, pray tongues, pray tongues. You stay there. You meditate. You pray in tongues. You pray in tongues. That's how that scripture comes alive in our heart and our spirit. Amen? 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 Amen. Amen. So, I, I, I perceive that this morning we need to do some engaging. So we will pray again. We will pray. But this time, set your heart. Let the Holy Spirit, if you, were, if you joined us, if you started with us, okay, some of you didn't start with us. We started with like, let the Holy Ghost fall upon us. That's so important because we cannot do anything. We do not know what to pray. Even me, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just talking. I'm not even sure what I'm saying. The Holy Ghost is, has to help me, right? I am depending on him. So you too depend on him. Let's make the last, even it's 15 minutes, but let's make it count. Let's make it count. Give it your all. 
push yourself if you don't push your flesh you know if you're fasting hmm? you say you want to do a three days fast the first day you think you're going to die you will die your body will be telling you that you are sick just normally sometimes you don't eat in the morning you don't eat in the afternoon you eat when you get home around seven or eight but just because you say i'm taking a fast your body will leave you that's how in this body this flesh nothing will happen to you in the morning in the afternoon around three four around that four o'clock your brain will start telling you you should eat you should eat six o'clock now you should break then your mind will begin to have a conversation with you that you don't really need to do three days just break at six o'clock but because you have been thinking about food there's no need to go further just break the fast you have messed it up has it happened to anybody you you will be having the conversation with yourself say don't worry about this fast now you have been thinking about rice since 12 o'clock you have spoiled the fast just break it that's 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 what's going to be going on in your insides in your in your heart until you tell yourself wait a minute man does not live alone now man does not live by bread alone you tell your body body nothing is going to happen to you that rice we are not eating it today you find water you drink water if you are the type that is using fruit then juice you drink juice whatever you are drinking i'm not I'm, this is not a a a a, a what help me this is not a I'm not now telling you that don't go and say that pastor said that if you are fasting three days you should be drinking juice I didn't say that it's just, just an example some people will drink curry water some people will drink ice cream yogurt it depends on what you it's, it's personal so I'm not telling you what to do but you find out that if you are able to just push yourself you just push beyond six when you enter seven you realize that that hunger is still there but that thing that is troubling your mind is not as bad as it was at that time and then if you ignore it or if you even begin to pray in the spirit you find out that by the time you know it is 10 o'clock it's 11 o'clock you go on to the next day so you can condition your flesh you can control your flesh if you don't control your appetite you're gone you're gone you're gone so praise God so those of you that have just come you understand us now you understand what we are doing all the people that have come and are coming are coming back again you understand what we're doing if they don't answer me I will call them out oh, I have microphone we are we are online so so that I don't tell, show the world that is you I'm talking to so just just humble yourself and just answer me just say you understand what I'm talking about everybody will answer me you understand what I'm talking about you understand what I'm talking about okay so that I don't call you out because I will call if I call you out you will pray you will stay in pray corner you know in, in primary in for children's school they, they have naughty corner so in church we have praying corner so if you do something the punishment is you go in the corner and you pray in tongues you pray in tongues from now till when service ends non-stop 
you just be there praying in tongues. That's a good. That, see, that's a that's a good thing now. Isn't that a good thing? That's so powerful. So, I'm saying it now. When Pastor Pastor Victoria is listening, so I know she will agree. She agrees with me. So, if we catch you being out of order, sleeping, doing your nails, checking your hair, checking your dress, not praying, you go to prayer corner. Prayer corner is the corner in this place where you pray from the time you are caught till when the service ends and we will start today so for the benefit of me I want to go to prayer corner you, you should even desire to go to prayer corner it's such a blessing to be able to pray till service is over it's a blessing you don't know what you do for your spirit but that's the best punishment because in this place is to make you like Jesus so instead of saying go we will not drive you you will go to prayer corner and pray if you refuse to go to prayer corner that's now when we will drive you but before we drive you we will tell you if you pray three hours if it's three hour service okay, okay if it's one hour you shall must pray before we drive you that's it you must pray before we drive you amen everyone had a good week testimonies any testimonies any testimonies any testimonies now for now this week whether we went with God nobody has any testimony okay so let's pray santa paya brando su capataya brandos galapata mende bracketi pratos secete brando su capratos galapata mende bella bracketi pratolo protolo 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 Rabba Katalabaya Katosha, Rabba Katalabaya Kebala Dabaya Lava Shataka, Ele Kusa Tanda Deisha, Araba Katalabaya, Ele Katalabaya Dabada Dabada Shito Kobondakia, 
you for stretching us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We do not take it for granted. We just come to say thank you. We just come to bless your name. We just come to honor you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Just take a minute quietly in the in your heart and just appreciate him. If you remember how you were when you came into this place, you are not how you are now. So even if it's just for that, bless his name for the supply of the spirit for strengthening you with might in your inner man just bless his name just thank him thank your father thank your father thank your father thank your father thank him 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 thank your father thank him thank him thank him thank him
morning swallow your pride tonight come to the school of the spirit don't you know in his hands is the keys to eternal life a little there a little here until the day we're done is that work in me it's moving every day yeah. in obedience to Christ is a fruit in everything in our lives in obedience to Christ is a fruit Oh, nothing in this world can shake my love. 
in my weakness, you are merciful. Redeemer of my past, redeemer of my past and present Order of my future treasure of my heart and of my soul in my weakness you are merciful redeemer of my past and present wrong
in this place there's such grace there's such grace in this place I know we 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 you know the power of numbers one will put to flight two the multiplier effect is so real and so I just want us I know we are observing COVID protocols and all that but I want us to pray in twos for two minutes. Just pray for the person. You may not hold them. If you don't want to hold them, you're not under pressure to hold them. But just be paired with somebody. Those of you online, if there's somebody to pair with, please look for somebody to pair with. And if you're the only person, the Holy Spirit is with you. And let us just pray a prayer of agreement in the Spirit. You don't have to ask them anything. Just pray for them in the spirit. Just pray for them in the spirit. Tools, 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 tools. Prato, sikati prato. Tools, tools, tools. Celebrate. Abrando sukati abrata. Ele brangati abrato pasu abrata sula abrata. Mende brangati abrato sula abrato skale abrato skale ba. Manda abrata sikata brando sikata abrata. Mende bela kula abrato si abrato skali kapata. Manda baluka tu abrato skali kapata. Manda baya katia pratos elika brandos kolomo ya katapaya tapranda basua prata ambrando sua prataya ekele brenga lebrete lebrete lebita pa manga suta manga tapaya kada brando asua prata ayakata piata pa manda baya pratoska manda poye kele brenga lebrete lebrete lebita pa brenga tapaya kada brando asua prata pray for them pray for them pray for them with all your heart. For them with all your heart, pray for them, pray for them, pray for them, drop from the rivers inside of you. Pray for them, Pratosi Katapata, Mentapele Brutusku Pataya, Melebrecatia Bracatia Bratomata, Santa Pala, Mantapala Brata, Ebrecana Bracatia Bratomoto, Ebrecana Bracatia Pata, Mansanta Pratosia Prata, Ebrecati Bratosolopota, Ayatabalia Prata Katsuapata. Break it up, 
Another one minute to thank God. Thank Him for the prayers that were prayed for you. Just thank Him. Just bless His name. Thank Him because He says He's the one that answers prayers. When we pray, He hears us. He hears us, and He answers. That is our assurance. Bless His name. Bless His name. Bless His name. Thank Him. Thank Him for mountains have been moved. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank His name. Thank him thank him if you are thanking God we will hear your voice thank God 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 bless his name bless the name of our king amen thank you Lord thank you thank you father your majesty your majesty your kingdom reigns your kingdom is higher higher than every other kingdom every other government every other system every other situation you are God exalted above all you are king all by yourself you are sovereign over the nations. You are God. Your power is unsearchable. Your wisdom none can understand. You do as you please. You are the almighty. You are the redeemer. You are the one who was, who is, and is to come. You were there before the foundation of time. You exist in time. Time takes its place in you. You are mighty. You are glorious. You are wonderful. You are God. You are God. You are God. You are God all by yourself. We salute your majesty. We honor you, our God. We bless your name, Father. We adore you. You are glorious. You receive our, you are worthy. You are worthy of all our praise and our adoration. We bless you. Blessed be the name of our God. Blessed be the name of our God. 
Blessed be the name of our God. No. Blessed be the name of our God. Say, blessed be the name of our God. Say to me. Please sit down. If you're coming off to sit down, you can please sit down. If you want to stand, you can stand. If you want to drink some water, you can drink some water. We bless you, our God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Master. Thank you, Teacher. Thank you. Thank you, Lover. Thank you, our King. Thank you, our Father. Thank you, our Helper. Thank you, our Provider. Thank you, our Protector. Thank you, our Sustainer. Thank you, our Healer. Thank you. Thank you, the one that beautifies us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, the one that gives us new beginnings. Every day is an opportunity for a new beginning. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, the one that forgives all our sins yesterday's today's and the ones that we will commit in the future he paid the price thank you thank you thank you thank you we bless you thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. He's in this place. He's here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are grateful. You will visit us and that you will come and you will dwell in our midst. It is our greatest privilege to host the King of Glory. We give you praise, our God. Thank you. We do not take it for granted. Thank you. Blessed be the name of our God. Thank you. Thank you. Follow you. We will follow you. We will follow you. That is our commitment to you.
that we will follow you all the days of our lives we will follow blessed be God amen you know we have to be really careful when God comes and is in the place we have to be really careful so we do what he wants not what you perceive or what you have planned and so today he took us on a journey when we pray in the spirit after praying for a while when you speak you know you speak better I don't know if you've noticed has anybody noticed when you pray in the spirit for a while when you begin to talk you talk better you speak better forget the sweat and the crazy hair the wig morphing up and all that but you actually look pretty there's you look nice there's something about it you you can't i can't you can't explain it what happens when we pray for long and we pray in the spirit our natural bodies begin to change i can't explain it because how come you speak better your brain is even sharper if you if we finish praying now if you if you go and sit down to sort out a problem a job or something you find out that you find leverage it will come to you quickly that's the holy ghost when you have collided with him there's nothing that is impossible there are no limitations with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in John 3 that he who is from above is above what? He's above all. But we find ourselves, and then that same scripture says, but he who is earthly, earthly, you behave like So he who is from above, Jesus came from above. And that's why he was above all. Jesus defied science, medicine, economy, geography. What else again? Well, engineering, multiplication, central bank. Only him could feed people with no physical cash. Fishing. How do you explain it? How, how did he know where the fishes were? He said, cast it to the earth. How? How come when, the, when their nets were so full, he didn't capsize? He defied nature. And so every time you bring God and you invite him into our world, and your life he that is from above is above all and every time he that is from above becomes engaged in our in our realm he brings his nature into our realm and it becomes the supernatural when you bring god into our realm and he comes 
his coming has already defied that your natural positions and things says he that is from above is above all and that's the life of a disciple a disciple cannot live his life directed engineered supervised by his physical eyes he cannot if you are a disciple and you are currently living your life by your natural senses you need to check yourself and do a turnaround and make a change because we are in Christ that means we are no longer normal understand he lives in us he says we are seated with him far above and so a disciple must first and foremost wear the glasses of the spirit he must wear it and that glass is faith you must wear it. Everybody, every disciple must wear it. Because everything you come account, encounter, everything you see in life, every time, you must see it through the eyes of faith. If you, if you cannot see it through the eyes of faith, then you are earthly and you are carnal. Am I making sense? Very simple. Very simple. But just something to go back home and think about. If we are from above, that we agree we are, then why do we behave like people that are here? It, many times it's because one, we wear the wrong sunglasses, we run, wear wrong glasses, so we cannot see through circumstances and situations. We don't see. We see them as they are. And when we see them as they are, when we come and engage them in our natural realm, we are unable to surpass them because we don't have the ability. It is only God in us that can surpass them. And the only way you know, God already says he's with you, but we still fear and we still move away. We still, we still, but when you notice that when you have faith, when you believe God, when you believe his word, your, 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 your karma over certain things. Amen? That's just, a, that's just a nugget for somebody. If you're from above, you need to wear the glasses of the spirit. And it is faith. And every time you leave, you have an opportunity to invite the almighty that is from above into your natural circumstance and every time you do that you give him an opportunity to take that circumstance and make it supernatural so the fruit of that circumstance will be supernatural and that supernatural many times is a miracle doesn't necessarily mean 
you will have a car. It's not just when you have a car that is a miracle. Sometimes you just have grace to go through a circumstance. That's a supernatural. You just, you may have, you may be so broke, but your heart is filled with such joy and you're singing. That is the supernatural. Because it defies the norm. Why should a man that is broke in death be singing and be happy? He should be crying. What am I going to do? My debtors are coming. Oh God, oh, 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 my father. That's the natural response. Or you go to somebody, can you loan me some money? Don't say no. Go here, you're running hell to scatter. But a man that just, he just knows something. That God says I will supply all my needs. So even if the landlord is coming, he just keeps saying, Lord, it doesn't matter what happens to me today. But I know your word is true. And you say you will so even if the landlord comes and drives you outside, when you're outside, you're still thanking him. It's not normal. It is the supernatural. And that's the life that God is calling every disciple to live. Where we defy nature and circumstance. Amen. Okay, just before we go, just quickly, something that's in my heart. And when we, when we started praying at nine, when we started praying, it was like uh, it was ringing it to me again. And then he sang a song. Um, what you sing about the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God. When we started praying this morning, we started off by saying. That God should change our appetite. That's the first, one of the first prayer points we began to speak about. And that the Holy Spirit should change our desire for earthly things, carnal things, worldly things, and change our appetite. Many times we come to God prayer and we leave sad because we say God hasn't answered your prayer. Sometimes you're praying for so long and you don't seem to get an answer. Many times you should go back and check yourself. It is never anything to do with God. It is always us that have those issues. Time, time it can be anything. There are many reasons. But the one I want to talk about today is the most important. Your heart. Your heart. Any prayer that you do, any worship, any service, anything that you do that has to do with the Lord, if your heart is not right, that activity is, is negated. It's not accepted. It is, it is capish, zero, nothing, zip, rubbish. It is the heart that is the altar. The heart is the place for transactions between man and God. It is your heart. It is your heart that God looks into. It is your heart that tells God whether you're sincere about what you're saying, what you're praying. When you give somebody money, it is your heart.
It is your heart that tells God whether you're here kneeling down and pretending to be humble, yet you're, you're, you're a tabernacle of pride. It is your heart. It is your heart. And as a disciple, there are many things that go on in our hearts. Many times we feel that when we become born again, we have dethroned sin. So all those idols. But deep within our hearts is one idol that is sitting there as king in our hearts. And every child of God, every disciple, must daily, constantly be conscious of dethroning self. Self is not your neighbor, is not the pastor, is you that is the idol in your heart. What you want, when I want it, how I want it, how it should look, where I should go, when I should go there, what I should do, when I should come back, how I should relate with Quinet, how I should relate with Joy. How I, 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 what should I do? How I want to behave in church when I come to this Jesus unhindered. How I want to just sit down quietly, my own. I don't want to talk to anyone. How I, everything is about yourself. My plans for five years, my future, my desire, what I want done, self. If you don't dethrone self, you will not give him room to reign. In your heart. And there's only space for one person. In your heart. If you're a disciple. Only God. Because if he's not reigning. And if he hasn't taken his place. How would you hear the instructions? How would we obey them? How would we make the choices? How will we go to the places he's asking us to go to? How do you give? When you don't have and is asking you to give. You can't do those things. If you're still thinking about yourself and your need and what you want. It's not possible. It's not possible. And so if our hearts. And the thing about the heart is. Another thing that helps the heart, you know, the word. But another thing that I know is prayer. Praying for long and being true to yourself. So everybody knows the state of their heart. You know the wickedness. You know the you, you know you know the struggles. You know the secret sins. You know the things that you are dealing with that nobody else knows. For just you and God. It, guess what? They're not big things, oh. They may not be big things. They may just be little things. Unforgiveness. Small. You forgive 10 people, but one person said, no, no, no. But you forgive 10, but you don't forgive. You want to do something for somebody, you're doing it with the wrong motive because you want, it's, you want everybody to see you doing it, your motives. Nobody, do you know, nobody sees those things. Everybody's clapping. Good person, oh, God bless you. They say, ah, this pastor, make herself, she's a good, she's a good woman. Just a pastor. Ah, thank God for her life. Meanwhile, you don't know the wickedness in my heart. 
everybody must be true to themselves. And that's what the word does for you. Because you come in contact with the word, it becomes a mirror. And you judge yourself with the word. Simple things for disciples. Simple things that we know. Sometimes we forget. Simple things. And then you see, if your heart is full of many things, Jesus cannot be your desire. He can't be your desire. He cannot be your desire. He can't. If Jesus is truly your desire, my one desire is Jesus and to please him. Then, the way we are, there's something wrong with it. If Jesus is your one desire, truly, not just by mouth, but it is really the true place of your heart. And because it's the place of your heart, your body, your money, your emotions become trained to walk in that direction. That's what a disciple is. So when a disciple makes a commitment and is walking with God, is walking with God, walking with God, making, doing spiritual things, everything about his life should conform. It should, it should change, right? His speech, his utterance, the way he does his business, his marriage, his, his, his what? Everything he does should align with the spirit. If he's truly making progress. I was coming, as I was coming to church this morning, someone, a friend sent me a text and she said, when really I seem to be in a hurry. So when will we really see this transformation where we are truly like Jesus? When will we see it? Will we really see it in our lifetime? So I laughed and I was almost here. So I was quickly, because I was running late so I wanted to quickly do it and run out of the car so I said to her we may never truly know the extent of change we are making we may not see it now but believe you me we are making changes we are going somewhere and then I said to her too the fact that your concern about being transformed into the image and likeness of Jesus already means that you're on the journey. Because if, 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 if you're concerned about it, that means you can't be concerned about something that... For, because before you were not concerned about it. You were just living your life. Then you found something and then you began discipleship. And then you're concerned about it. So you're already making progress. And then I said to her, surely in our lifetime, surely, surely. And then she sent me another message. Oh, sis, I'm in such a hurry. I'm in such a hurry. I'm in such a hurry. <laughs> then I said, don't worry. Okay, no, I, I, I now didn't send that. I now counseled it. I was going to say, Maybe you should do an audit and talk to people. Then I quickly remembered something Pastor <laughs> said. He said you want to 
talk about call the scores, the results of the exam before the exam. Don't do it all because you are not the one that is going to mark it. Those people there know what they are looking for. So if you begin to go and say, ah, I, I, I'm now quiet, I'm now, don't put yourself in trouble. So I didn't send that to her. But you get the point. You get the point? Jesus must be our so that some people won't be angry that we didn't open Bible. Psalm 19. David. What satisfies your heart? What satisfies you? Ask yourself, what satisfies you? What satisfies your heart? What satisfies your soul? What, what, what satisfies you? Money? It can't satisfy. Marriage? It can't satisfy. Children? It can't. Ministry? It can't. Big ministry? It can't. Signs and wonders? It can't. It is only Jesus that can satisfy. Only Jesus. Jesus is the only one that can satisfy all your needs and cravings. Everything. He's the only one. Jesus can satisfy. It reminds me of one song. No, not that one. Um, only you this I shouldn't be singing so every time I'm always struggling to express myself you know who you are you know who I'm talking to you say I should not sing but hey what no no that's not the tone no it's um, you know it now William McDowell only you can satisfy. Only you can satisfy my heart. Only you can satisfy my heart. Jesus. Jesus. Help me now, guys. I can continue my heart the song is called only you can satisfy you can check it on your phone for the lyrics very simple William McDowell only you can satisfy my heart Jesus Jesus have you found it? have you found it? Help me now. Have you found it? Only you can satisfy. Why I sing for me now? I just sing by myself. My heart. Only you can satisfy my soul. My soul. Only you can satisfy my heart. My heart. Jesus. Jesus. 
can satisfy my heart. My heart. Only you can satisfy my soul. Only you can satisfy. It's a beautiful song because why I really like it is it really breaks my heart and it, it, it makes me turn to him. Only you can satisfy. It's not it's, it's not a it's not just a it's not just the word when you're truly saying it from your heart. That Jesus, only you can satisfy me. Only you can satisfy my soul. Only you can satisfy my heart. Only you can satisfy the longings. Only you can satisfy my emotions. Only you can satisfy my fears. Only you can satisfy the health issues. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can save. Only Jesus can preserve. Only Jesus can satisfy. Jesus is the only one that is created, that is made to fill that void. Only Jesus can satisfy. Nothing else can satisfy. Drugs can satisfy. Money can satisfy. Ministry can satisfy. Your big lofty visions. Anything you're doing, it cannot satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. And when Jesus begins to satisfy, you find out that you will bring pleasure and you will give pleasure to God. Because your, your appetite will change for worldly things. Your appetite will change when truly it is only Jesus that satisfies you. When Jesus truly is the only one that satisfies you, your appetite will change. You will hear him. If you look at Psalm 19, it's long, but I just want to... It says, the, the, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoice in my heart. The commandments of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. I'm reading from verse 8. Sorry. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of God are true and righteous to, altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much than fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned and in keeping of them there is great reward who can understand his errors cleanse us from secret faults keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins let them not have dominion over me then shall I be upright 
and I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Be accepted meditations. So it's not even talking about actions. He doesn't yet talk about actions. He talks about meditations. So the things that you are dwelling on, the things that you're thinking on, He's not yet talking about the actions. He's just saying the things you're moosing about, the things you're thinking about, the things you're dwelling about, the things you're meditating on. Let your meditation be acceptable. And then the words of your mouth before your service, before your action. Because if your heart is right, your, your action will be will be okay remember the scripture in Matthew I'm not sure what this where they went to drop an offering and they were saying to the priest which is greater the temple or the gift you know that scripture please look for it for me it says when you bring your gift what sanctifies your gift is it the altar or the gift? So we know that in today's language, we are the altar. And our heart is the altar. So what makes your gift acceptable? Is it because you bring one billion naira that God accepts it? What makes your gift, your service acceptable? I'm asking. It's your heart. So the heart, so the altar is greater than the gift. The altar, where you present it, what you do from it, that's what qualifies your action, your heart. Yeah, that's it, Matthew. Yeah. You know, what qualifies the gift? Is it the altar or the gift? The heart is so important. The heart is so important. God's word is better than diamonds. You know, if, if you even look in the Old Testament, you look at Joshua, God warned them. Every time, he warned them about bringing idols and accursed things into the camp. Because he always defiled the people. And God was angry. So is our heart. We must preserve our heart. We must guard it. We must live with, with checks and balances around our hearts. To make sure that nothing defiles your heart. That your motives are right all the time. Your actions, the reason why you do things is so important. We keep saying something here that we just don't want to talk, but we want our talk to truly be where our heart has been. So we say we just don't sing songs for singing sake. We want to sing songs that we truly mean. So 
um, was that not the other the other song there's one song no another one only you can not this my own not my own your own another one one of them yes nothing in this world can satisfy you don't want to sing those kind of songs and not mean it your presence is like heaven to me it's a lie we're lying the presence of God is like heaven do you know what heaven looks like have you even been into the presence of God? Have you spent time with him in worship to know his presence before you say your presence is like heaven to me? Nothing in this world can satisfy. Yes, some part of it is true. You are the, you are, you are the redeemer of my past and present. You know that salvation, Baba, Thank God, my sin, you have forgiven me. Yeah. You know that one. What else again? Some people don't know that he's the holder of their future days to come. They don't believe that he's the holder of their future days to come. You have to believe it. You have to believe that 10 years, 15 years from now, God is holding you and he's the holder of your future days to come. Whatever's going to happen, whatever you're thinking, what will happen, God is the holder. He holds it. We have to know these things because when we know these things, when we sing them, we go on a journey with the songs. Because our spirit, it's like prophecy. Our spirit is now saying the thing that is true. You are the holder of my future days to come. And yet some of us are worrying about some things. I, 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 I'm not, I also worry sometimes. Tell me another word, another line. Uh, that one, they know, we know that one now because we know the blood of Jesus. Those, do, do you understand? There are some that from the salvation experience, we can touch it. Because we realize that I was a sinner and he died and he saved me. But the ones that are progressive with your relationship with God, that's where we have an issue with Go back again. Treasure of my heart and of my soul. If you have a wife or if you have a husband, they are the treasure of your heart and your soul. You, 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 you know how you feel when you think about them, when you're with them, when you're planning things. You know how you feel. Even when you have a friend, even if you have siblings, father, mother, you know, you know how it makes you feel, right? Make sense? You know how it makes you feel? Then, all those ones, if you pack all the emotions together, 
is still nothing compared to the one that can satisfy your soul and your heart. Jesus, you are the treasure of my heart and of my soul. You know, some of these things, eh, they look so simple. But when we go home, what, what they did those days, I learned from, well, I hear them talking about it, those SU people. They went back with simple things, these simple songs. They went back and stayed with God on those things. Lord, I want this thing to be real. I want you to be my desire, one desire. So the things I need to take away, remember when we started praying, he said, remove our appetites. Change our appetites and our desire. Remove the things that are making this word not true in my heart. Remove the other treasures. Remove the other treasures because there are treasures in our hearts. And when we sit with him, that's how we grow. So you take, you go to church, you see a scripture, you take it, you go back to him. You say, God, I want to know this thing. I want to see this thing. I want to live this thing. You read it, you pray. You read it, you pray. You, you keep doing that. You keep doing that. One day, light will come. And you, you, you know, you just know. You know, there are some things that, there are some words that I hear and I can't help myself. I just, I, 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 I can't help, you know, it was one time I asked to say, why am I, why am I always doing like this? Why, why are you always crying? Everybody's crying. Why are you crying? Why? But there's some things that are true to me. And so every time I hear them, I'm reminded of what it means to me. And I respond. These are the little things that will save us in our world and the world we're currently living. You see how evil is bombarding the world. They're coming. They're coming against us. Coming. Coming. If Jesus is not your desire, if he's not the treasure of your heart, you will bow under pressure. You keep thinking that the bowing that we are talking about is that you are going to take bribe or you are not going to take bribe. Do you know that's so, that's so low level or that you are going to follow somebody's husband or you are going to cheat if you are married. Do you know that's so, that's, the devil doesn't have time for that because you already know that one now. But the simple things that will just, a little nanosecond, your heart will take a decision and you will choose something over God. You may not even realize it. You have already made the choice and gone off. And then maybe you realize it later. Satan is not going to come and say, I am Satan, worship me. It's not going to come like that. The Bible says he's, he will come like an angel of light. And we already have it in our day. People are teaching things that are not true. And we are standing in church and saying, Hmm, hmm, ah, hmm. People will stand up when people are saying things that are not true. And we are not checking the Bible. 
That's how you're bowing. Because the more you bow and the more you're taking wrong things, the more you are moving from God. The more you're moving from God. You're no longer razor sharp. Our hearts, our hearts, our hearts. Let Jesus take the place in our hearts. Let him be your one desire. And he can only be your one desire if you know him. I'm not talking about being born again, but I'm talking about a consistent, progressive relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ that is founded in the word, in prayer, in worship, in fasting. Progressive. 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 It's growing. That's the life of a disciple. Those are the marks of, of disciple. That he's in, a, he's in an active, living relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's making progress. Nothing heavy. No big revelation. Nothing major today. Just simple nuggets. Is Jesus truly your one desire? Is he truly your one desire? What about your motives? What about your business? What about those of us that God has called into ministry? And the hand of God is so strong upon you. And you have so many prophecies. And you have seen so many visions. So many things that you have seen about the call of God. You want the microphone. You want to go on YouTube. There's so many things. There's so many things we need to put in perspective. So many things need to give way. So that truly the one desire that is Jesus will take his place. We are not going to steal. I'm not talking about stealing. Everybody knows that stealing is bad. I'm talking about check your motives. Check your motives. Check the little foxes. It's not only men that have lost. Women too have lost. Women too have lost. It's not just men. Women too are, are sitting down and they have lost in their hearts. Those little foxes. Little foxes. Envy. Jealousy. Somebody gets something and you just say, mm, when is my own? You don't rejoice with that person. Little things that the devil brings. Little, little, little simple quiet things that you won't even notice somebody says to do something you do it for them but in your heart you're grumbling you're grumbling you're grumbling somebody does something and you say i forgive you but in your heart you know there's nothing like that you say i will pray for you and then you go home and you don't pray for the person little things those are the things that cloud our hearts those are the things that are holding us little simple mundane things very simple but in the old days good old su when those days christianity you check everything you check everything you see people crying you see people fasting for 40 days god purify my heart let my motives be right my motive is evil god i want to be seen i want honor I want this. You see people cry. That's, that, we don't see those things anymore. We don't see those things. Where people say, I'm going to fast. What are you fasting for? What's your prayer point? Just trusting, waiting on the Lord. 
my heart, my motives. Do you know if you have some maybe like lost, you go somewhere, you you're always seeing girls and yeah, let me give you simple things. You see, lost. Hmm? Just tell yourself, right? This thing is my flesh. And this my flesh, I will deal with you. Eh? Your eye. Go to Proverbs. Say, my eye will not sin. My leg will not go into the house of evil. My hands. Then you put yourself on a fast. You tell your body, every time you look at that girl lustfully, you will go on a fast. And you will begin to pray. You will pray. It's, it's, it's like a ton of flesh. There's nothing God cannot remove. There's nothing that prayer and fasting cannot remove. You have lust. You have envy. You have jealousy. You need to pray. Those things are flesh. They are sticking onto your, your spirit. You need to detach them. And it's prayer. Prayer and fasting. So all this prayer that we're saying, pray, 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 pray here. We are all building up. That's how we will reign. Because those are the little things that stain our garments in the spirit. And we don't, we don't, we don't, some of our prayers are not answered. That's some of those things. Our heart is not right. Our reason that we want the thing itself is wrong. Let Jesus be your one desire. Jesus is your Lord and Savior. I know. But there's a place where he takes the place in your heart. He's preeminent. He's one and only. Is what he wants that you want. Is where he goes that you want to go. It's only how he moves you that you respond. You don't do anything outside of him. That's the disciple. The disciple is dead to himself and his desires. He's alive only to the desires of his master. That's why Andrew, everybody, Jesus said, come. And they left all and they followed him. Their desires disappeared. And when they went back to fish, if you notice, it was for a short time. They went back to fish. And that time when they went back to fish, it was when they were running, oh, Jesus has gone. Jesus died. They were afraid. They didn't know what to do. They now went back to fish for some time. Do you understand the principle? Disciples have no room for self. It's God government. You are ruled by God. You are governed by the word. Everything you do is by the spirit. He that is from above is above the all. When you begin to respond to the flesh, you are carnal and you are earthly. You're a multitude. You're not a disciple. And the only way you can be above is to keep yourself in the spirit. We are a spirit people. Yes, we know that. But when we pray, when we pray long in the Holy Ghost, when we study the word, when we spend time in his presence, you know, when you spend time in God's presence, something happens to your heart. Your heart is tender. You're more compassionate. If you are wicked and you are still mean, 
you're not worshiping. I'm telling you, check yourself. If you are, if you are, you can be singing and be clapping and say you are worshiping. You are truly not worshiping, spirit and in truth. Because if you are in God's presence, it does something to your heart. You're overwhelmed by the love of God when you come into his presence. And that love, that experience does something to your heart. Your heart becomes tender. And if you do it continuously, you find out that your heart begins to change. You're not hard-hearted. You're compassionate. Simple things for the disciple to go back home and learn and, and rethink. I don't know what happened if you learned anything today. But I want you to just talk to God. I don't know where you are. There's no place that you have been that God cannot reach you. But the first rule in engaging with the Spirit is honesty. Honesty, you have to be open to the Lord. You have to be real with Him. You have to be real with Him. You have to be real. Tell Him exactly where you are. Tell Him your struggles. Tell Him the things that you are afraid of. Tell Him the things that you are dealing with. Tell Him the things that are talking you back. Tell him the things that you are fighting with. You stand up today. You make a commitment to walk away. But you go back again tomorrow. You find yourself falling. Tell him. Grace is available. His mercy is new every morning. Jesus, only you can satisfy. Only you can satisfy. Not money. Not clothes. Not marriage. Not husband no children it is only jesus that can satisfy today you need to settle that in your heart that only jesus can satisfy when you settle that every other thing that he gives you will be under that and so that if there seems to be a delay in that which you are waiting for but because you know that only him can satisfy and because he's satisfying your heart he will yet give you that which you are asking for because only him can satisfy he will not just satisfy your heart and your spiritual need he will still satisfy your emotions and all your other needs but you need to enthrone him only him can satisfy you need to give a, keep yourself away from self-help. You need to self-help. Many times we, we, we help ourselves. We know what to do. Before there's a problem, you already know how to solve it. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. Jesus can satisfy. Jesus is the only one that can satisfy. It is not money. It is not marriage. It is not business. It is not, it is not men. It is not women. It is not, it is not your career. Only Jesus can truly, truly satisfy a man. Only Jesus. Every day we see people. You Before you get married, you are praying to be married. When you marry, they are praying for children. After children, there's something else. How come there's always something? How come there's always a need? How come we never stop? Only Jesus can satisfy. Only Jesus can satisfy. 
only Jesus can satisfy. Jesus can deliver you from addictions. Only Jesus can satisfy. If you come to Jesus today, if you bring those problems to, to Jesus today, those little foxes, those hidden things, those little things that nobody knows in church, you look so righteous and pious. Everybody thinks knows that you that you're just a good Christian, but within your heart, you know the little foxes that you are dealing with, the little things, the little times your eyes just strays. When your eyes strays, when greed rises up in your heart, when desire, pride, arrogance, jealousy, envy, the Bible calls them the lust of the flesh. When they rise up within you, a disciple cannot be a complex man that is a man that is full of those things a disciple is a man that operates in the fruits of the spirit and you cannot have the fruits of the spirit and you have those things and so if you have those things that means you are lacking in these things that is the life of a disciple you are a multitude you are a multitude and so this morning only Jesus can satisfy only Jesus can satisfy if you are ill it is only Jesus that can satisfy Jesus is the healer if you are looking for a baby only Jesus can satisfy if you are looking for salvation only Jesus can satisfy if you want to come back to Jesus only Jesus can satisfy he's more than enough he has enough room for everybody Jesus can satisfy Jesus can satisfy make haste make haste make haste to bring alignment and adjustment make haste to bring alignment and adjustment for the word of God says arise and shine for your light has come we do not want to go out as saviors of the nations and men will come and begin to speak to us because our secret sins will be found out we don't want to have anybody come we want to be like Jesus that said he came and he found nothing nothing in me nothing in me it is possible my brothers and my sisters it is possible to have a walk with God it is possible to walk with God it is possible to walk with God like you know it is possible it is possible it is possible to walk with God it is possible to walk with God and be so accurate and that you are his friend and if you are his friend you will not do the things that grieve him it is possible do not allow anybody lie to you that is not possible that life is possible and that is the life of a disciple that God is calling each and every one of us to embrace that is the journey that is progressive that is the journey that is intimate that is the journey that is full of sacrifice like our Savior Jesus like our Savior Jesus he paid the price he paid the price he paid the price he paid the price he walked the earth as our example nothing nothing 
nothing was found in him and when Jesus walked the earth and nothing was found in him he was not on the earth as God he was on the earth as man he was Jesus the son of God he was a man and if Jesus did it then it is possible for you and I to live a life that is pure a life that is holy a life that is chaste a life of integrity a life of honor a life of purity where we say something and we mean it these things are possible my brothers and my sisters these things are possible we live in a world where everybody's cutting corners when things that are wrong we are slowly massage them and make them true oh no it is a lie it is a lie it is good there's honor in Christianity. There's honor in Christianity. There's honor in Christianity. It pays to follow Jesus. It pays to follow Jesus. It doesn't matter what the rest of the world says, but it pays to follow Jesus. If you keep yourself, there is a price. If you keep yourself, there's a price. If you are honest in your dealings, there's a price. There's a price. There's a reward for righteousness. There is a reward for righteousness. It may seem slow. When you forgive people that wronged you, there's a price. There's a reward. There's a reward, my brothers and my sisters. There's a reward. We must strive. We must strive for more. There is more in God. We must live this life circumspect. We must live adjusted by the Holy Ghost. Today, begin to read your hearts of those little foxes. Those little foxes. Those little foxes that come to spoil the vine those little foxes little foxes it is possible it is possible my brothers and my sisters it is possible to still be on earth a Christian, a young man and a young woman and be a virgin and wait until you marry it is possible it is possible to walk in an organization and everybody's cheating and everybody's sleeping with somebody to be promoted and you say no, I will not do it I would rather stay here I will stay on this place it is possible, it is possible it is possible to do business and not pay bribe it is painful but it is possible 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 not to be corrupt it is possible all things are possible all things are possible if you will only adjust if you will only decide and agree that it is possible and then you ask for grace to live the life of a disciple a true disciple a true follower of Jesus where all that you do is acceptable to Jesus my brothers and my sisters it is possible it is possible it is possible ask God for grace ask him for grace in those areas where you are struggling ask him for grace ask him for grace the grace of God is available and it is the grace of God that helps you be honest be open say to God Lord you know I'm struggling in this area Lord I want to do better I want to walk away from it but this afternoon I'm asking for your grace Lord grant me grace grant me help to rise above this thing and turn my back on it ask God to help you
and even as we are praying and asking God to help us with the little foxes and you haven't even started you haven't experienced the love of God you don't know the or you don't know the meaning of the love of God you feel that you are too you are so bad a sinner and nobody can forgive you that this God can never love you you are not worthy of his love that is a lie from the pits of hell that is a lie of the devil there is nothing there is nothing that you have done that Jesus did not pay price for. There is nothing that you have done. There's no mistake that you have made. There's no sin. There's no action that you have made that Jesus cannot forgive. When you come to him and ask him to forgive you and tell him that you're sorry. And if you have backslidden, if you have walked away from Jesus, there's some people, you have been Christian for a long time, but your heart is so hard. Your heart is so hard and your heart is hard because the Bible says that hope deferred makes the heart sick. So many people, their hearts are sick. They're still going to church. They're still doing the things they're doing in church. Some of them are even leaders and pastors in church, but their heart is sick. And once your heart is sick, your heart is hardened. You cannot engage God. God cannot reach you. And so this morning, if you have your pain and your disappointment, release it to God. Release your pain. Release your disappointment. Release your questions to God. Release it to Him. We learned here that God is the therapist when we come to prayer. Prayer is the place of therapy. So release your disappointment. Release your anger. Release the sickness in your heart to God. And watch Him turn you around. And if you haven't known Jesus as your savior, your lover, the one that embraces you and it gives you an opportunity right now to start again. Everything that you have done before, it is wiped away. That's the miracle of salvation. Everything, the word of God says, if any man be in Christ, all things are passed away. Behold things have made new you become brand new like a baby if only you will embrace his love and accept his love he knocks upon the door of your heart he's knocking will you let him in will you let him in will you let jesus in let jesus in today let jesus in today accept him as your master be restored if you have walked away and you're tired if you are tired and you're tired and you're backsliding Ask God to help you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. If you don't know Jesus, if you're here, you're online, or you listen later, just say, Jesus sorry forgive my sins have mercy upon me today I ask you to come into my life and be my Lord and my Savior I embrace you as my master thank you for loving me thank you in Jesus name I pray Amen. It is so simple. But once you make that prayer, you need to reach out to somebody 
can go, go online, you can talk to us if you're here, and we will show you the steps of this, your new journey and your new life in Christ. And if you have backsliding and you're coming back home, oh, there's a welcome party. Just tell him too that you're sorry. Tell him that you're sorry and that you repent of walking away and you're coming back home. Thank him for his love. Thank him for his love. And just come back home. Just open your heart to the Father. Open your heart and repent for the things that you have done. Ask him to forgive you. Ask him to have mercy upon him. Tell him, ask him to grant you grace to begin afresh. There's grace available for everyone in this place. And then for those of us that are on the journey of disciples, discipleship with the little foxes, and the little things lord we thank you lord you know our hearts you see each and every one of us you know where we are you know our struggles today we present them before you lord we ask that you help us we repent we ask for help and grace open our eyes to see the truth that is in your word lord grant us grace to walk this work grant us grace to walk this world in the name of Jesus thank you father we bless you we give you praise we give you glory hallelujah 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 thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus sometimes it's the little things that we miss you know that's the power of religion you can you can it doesn't sound there's no revelation so you miss it and yet you forget that these are the building blocks for your relationship with God they're so important and so this this we're, 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 we're done but I saw a a, a, a a nice a nice scripture in um guy hey guy this is just my blessing to you you know from the new living translation it says then on october 17th of the same year the lord sent another message through the prophet hey guy but now the lord says to you you online be strong be strong be strong all you people still left in the land now get to work get to work for god is with you god is with you so says the lord he's with you so be strong this week be strong this week get to work this week stand as a priest wherever you find yourself stand as a priest stand as a representative of god this week this week for god says i am with you God is with you. There's nothing else you need than that. He says, I am with you. I'm reading, for those of you who like to look at it later, it's Haggai 2 verse 4. And I took it out from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation, coincidentally, is the only one that addresses it at October 17th. And today is October 17th. Today is October 17th. And so the Lord says to you again, be strong. Be strong, be strong, be strong, be strong, joy, be strong, queenness, be strong, victor, be strong, be strong, be strong, Sule, be strong, Victoria, be strong, be strong. 
you people that are still left in the land, be strong. All you people that are named by the name of the Lord, be strong. Now, get to work. Let us get to work this week. Get to work. Win souls. Stand for Christ. Do something you haven't done. Go out of your way and tell people about the love of God. Go back and do it. Get to work. You know, the Bible says, and now, get to work. It doesn't say, get to work. So it's not saying, now is the time, and now, get up and get to work. So this week, get to work. Get to work. Do your father's bidding. Mind your father's business. Even as you do your own bidding, do your father's bidding. For God says, he is with you. Such comfort. So thank him for that word. Thank him for that word. Pray that word into your week. Pray it into your week. Pray it into your week. That Lord, you are with me. You are with me. You are with me. I arise and I go and I do the work. I arise and I go and I do the work. Even as I stand as a representative of Christ upon the earth, I will mirror Jesus correctly this week. I will mirror you correctly and accurately. I will go out of my way and I will speak your word. I will do that which you are asking me to do. This week, oh God, this week I arise and I go to work. From today up until I come back next week, I will go to work. I receive grace to go to work. I receive grace to go to work. Thank you, our Father. Thank you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Let us try an assignment. Let's see, we give assignments. We sometimes we forget to check it. But this week, I want to challenge you. Let's do a bit of soul winning evangelism. Try and share the love of God with people. It's very easy. Jesus loves you. And just have a discussion. Agree? Hands, if you agree. Because when you put up your hands, the heavens see you. So we'll do it this week, right? Have a lovely week. God bless you. Thank you. If you were touched by the message you just heard and you would like to accept the love of Jesus Christ, please say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I surrender my will to you right now. I am tired of doing life by myself. I ask that you forgive my sins and start afresh with me. I believe you died, you rose again, and I believe in your second coming. From now on, I ask that you will be Lord over my life. Help me to follow your footsteps and live like you. I receive your free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations and welcome into the family. If you said this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com and fill the love card. We look forward to receiving your message. God bless you.
The message you just heard is from Jesus and Ended Ministry. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.jesusandendedministry.com. God bless you. The